Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the Encyclopedia of JD, and I am here with my friend... Mr. Red. And I am going to start off with a little story time for you. So (laughs) I matched with this guy, you know, we made it past the, I guess, dating app conversation, exchange numbers, Mm -hmm. talking on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. And we made it, we were discussing traveling and living in places and how I feel that in all my travels, which are extreme, been to 50 countries, lived in six. London has been one of the best places I've lived in. And he was very taken aback by this. Almost, I would say, angry and disgusted. Uh Yeah. And he was like, this place is horrible. How can you say that? London is such a bad city to live in. I was like, cool. That's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. And I was like, can I ask what you're basing that on? Where else have you lived? And he goes, nowhere. And I'm like, okay. So you're telling me who has lived, worked, And, you know, obviously when I was working in these places, I had to rent out a place. So I think I got a very good feel of what life in those places is like. Mm. You're telling me that you don't agree with my opinion, but you've never lived anywhere. And one place that you're saying. Exactly. And he was like, well, I've traveled to many places. I was like, I don't really think that's the same thing because your experience as a traveler is usually quite positive. You know, you're not having any of the stresses of work and paying taxes and bills. My travels have been amazing. But some of the places I've traveled to, I know long-term wise, especially in terms of like family and children, Mm. I wouldn't be able to live in those places. Just because I'm accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Um, For me personally, public transportation is a very large deciding factor in the quality and comfort of life I have in the city. And I think London has one of the best transportations I've seen. Even though we complain about it to the cars sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we barely have a few lines that run in Toronto that are not, you know, reliable, nor do they get you anywhere. I will say Korea, Seoul, has a train system, an underground system that is very uh, comparable to London's. You know, they've had Wi-Fi on their station since, like, the early 2010s, and they have, like, different... Different compartments have different temperatures, which you know from the outside. So when the train is arriving, it will be like, this is the cool car. Uh, They all have Wi-Fi. They're very, very clean. So I will say Korea has a better one, but I don't see myself raising children in Korea. So that wasn't an option for me. Japan's train systems are quite fabulous, especially with how timely they are. 
But outside of that, outside of a few Asian countries, I actually really liked Singapore's as well. But outside of Asian countries, I would say nowhere else in Europe have I enjoyed public transportation as much as London, especially with the variety of options. Mm. And North Americas are trash. Just straight up. They don't care. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Disgusting, filthy. Smell like piss. Like, you genuinely have to worry about rats and mice on the stations. Like, it's an actual concern. So We have mice here on the underground stations, just not on the actual trains and cars. Yeah, and I've seen them at stations, and I've definitely freaked out and, like, ran to some guy to help me. And he's probably like, what? And I was like, I saw a mouse! And they've all been quite understanding, but that's been when I've been the only person on the platform, or one of two. Yeah. So it's not like you're frequently seeing rats running over lines or anything like that. Mm. Anyways, we're... Yeah. So he says to me, you know, this whole thing about, well, I've traveled to many places, and you're wrong, like, London is not the best. And I was just like, okay, cool. You know, traveling and living are very, very different things. And he was like, well, you clearly don't understand. And I was like, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm actually sorry I don't understand, but I'm going to go. I could tell the conversation was taking a very negative turn. It's It was putting a very negative, like, flavor towards him and me, and I wasn't having it. So I just said, you know what? I'm just going to call it a night. So I say goodnight. Have a lovely evening. Apologize. I apologize for not seeing his point of view. And he says goodnight. This is the exact message he then sent me. Yikes. Just one last thing I want to leave you with. <laughs> That's Wait not a good sign. Go Wait on. For it. Always remember, period, wisdom is the governor of intelligence. I operate in the realm of wisdom. Peace, love, and blessings to you. If that is not condescending, well then slap me in the face with a wet fish. Do you know how many times I read that message? Yeah. I operate in the realm of wisdom. Wisdom is capitalized. You're actually speechless. You're actually speechless. I, I'm going to ask you a question, but we'll, that will come later. Okay. Um, hold, make sure, hold your question safe, though. <laughs> Don't lose it. because of what I just saw. Yeah. So for those listening, I've, I've just seen something on her phone. Um, which I know what you're going to ask me about. <laughs> I know what you're going to ask you're me gonna about. you're going to tell me That's everything, because then I'm going to be like, so what about me? Yeah, yours has it too. Uh, oh, I know it has. You don't even need to tell me mine has it, but we'll go into that. Um, uh, so then, you know, I didn't speak to him for several days, and yeah. because we hadn't made plans to meet or anything, mm -hmm. and, you know, when I was having this conversation, it was kind of, I was in the mind space that if we haven't actually made concrete plans to meet, hmm. then I don't need to have that final conversation that I don't see this working. Once I've made plans to meet somebody or I've met someone once, then I will take the ownership upon myself to be like, this isn't going to work. I I want to close it. I want to have an sure, ending to that's, it. It's good that you do that because... Uh, <laughs> I never have a good response to it. The thing is, in life, there are those who, I, I, I put it down to maturity, there are those who have matured enough to be able to accept those kind of things, and then there are those who just don't know how to handle that. And it's like, well, what the fuck, man? You're this, yep, this. Yep. Um, which unfortunately is the majority mm -hmm. as opposed to the minority. Um, yeah, I not just, a lot of people do that. I just need to do it for myself because then if that person comes back in a year or two, I can be like, right, that chapter had ended. Like, I really like closure. I don't want to just leave things hanging in the air or someone to come back weeks later and be like, what happened? So it's like, this isn't working. 
which is fine. Mm. You're not going to get along with everyone you meet, nor are you going to have a romantic connection with everyone. This is why I'm I'm no longer dealing with what I the, the what who I refer to as the crazy people because they think it's all right to move on without closure. And I'm just like, no. I'm the sort of person is if I feel a certain way about you and you haven't said this is not going to work out, I still feel like there is some sort of possibility that I could make something work, especially if I'm not put off by the red flags. I've ignored. Yes, I know you're not supposed to ignore red flags. Yeah, because sometimes a good friendship can come out of things. Exactly. And if, I think, if you have a foundation of where the two of you get along and perhaps you don't see a romantic future and you both agree to that, some of my closest friends I've actually met on dating sites. Mm. And it's because we had similar interests. Mm. We had a similar way of thinking. Yeah. It was enough to build a friendship out of. Yeah. And I've gone traveling with these people. Mm. I went traveling with this guy through Vietnam. We went backpacking for five weeks. We met on a dating site. Mm. And on our first date, I remember we had just finished drinks. And he was like, can I be completely honest with you? And I was like, please do. He was like, I don't feel like we have a spark. And I was like, I agree. He's like, but we've been talking for the last six hours. And I was like, yeah, he's like, I don't really have a lot of women, female friends in their thirties. And he was like, I really like this. Would you be open to us being friends? And he was so much, it was honestly, it was like the sexiest moment of the night. That's mature. It was so mature. And he was just like, I would like to have you in my life. I'm not going to lie. I wish I could do that in so many, but, the way that I read into people, I not only know that they're not going to be ready to accept or hear that, at the same time, I'm used to being referred to as a weirdo. So you see how you said you met this guy on the dating site, and he said that. Now, I've openly said I've met someone on the dating site, and I fast-forwarded the synopsis of, of my uh, um, intentions, and the immediate response was, no, you don't go on dating sites to make friends. And I'm like... Yeah, you don't go on them, but sometimes it happens. Right, there you go. Like, that wasn't the initial intention. Of like, course oh, not. Don't be an idiot. Everyone goes on there to be... And I'm like, mm, I, I'm not I'm not a stereotypical base, um, you know, creature that just is out there hunting for the next person I'm going to be sexual with. Mm. I do like... And I, I, I think people think that I'm... I'm gaslighting when I say I do acquire mental stimulation. No, I don't care fine. about these labels of being a sapiosexual and this and that. I just want to be able to talk to someone and feel the satisfaction I get from that conversation. A good conversation. Yeah. Stimulating conversation. Someone who's going to stimulate me. There's entertaining conversation mm-hmm. and there's stimulating conversation. And that's not to say that the entertaining conversation is not stimulating, but it's just to say that sometimes the stimulating isn't about the entertainment. Absolutely. Um, it's yeah, the whole... Just don't get that. It's the whole um, a rectangle is not a square, but a square is a rectangle kind of debate. So this guy who... Is one of the only guys who ever did that on our first date was a powerful friend and just deep connection, amazing conversation. We went to Vietnam together. We had a fabulous time. There wasn't a moment of awkwardness, not a split second, not a not a dinner, not a drink, nothing that didn't feel like I am with a great friend. Mm -hmm. There were nights where he would get separate rooms to entertain his lady friends. There's nights where we would stay in the same rooms and just watch movies and order room service. I had 
to this day, it is one of the best experiences I have had traveling with a man and he wasn't even someone I was dating. That's how fun it was. I mean, he might say that he was a little annoyed by how many pictures I made him take of me. <laughs> but other than that, it was, I mean, it was just, it was magical. Mm-hmm. Halong Bay and, you know, like lanterns and like right, boat rides on the river. Because right now you're ticking the boxes to an argument that has dawned. Can men and women be friends? Right. So here's my question. Were you physically no. attracted to him initially? No. No. On the on the app I was, right. and when I met him it was immediately no. Right, okay. That's good. Okay. Now But can I just say though, mm-hmm. he is an extremely good looking man. So if I was to describe a good looking man, I would describe him, but there was something when I met him mm-hmm. that I didn't find a sexual pull towards him. Like he is extremely good looking. I mean like model-esque good looking he is the epitome of tall built broad chiseled jaw you know just he's a really good looking guy but sometimes a guy can be really good looking and it just the it the it is just not there that's happened to me a lot i I weirdly get you you can't Um, force it you honestly can't force it because for me i have I'm not going to use the friend word because I, I don't like to refer to it. I almost detest this person. And those listening that do know me, they might straight away know who I'm talking about. But uh-huh. this guy is attractive to the masses. Now, when I describe him, there are disbelievers. Mm-hmm. And they see him and they're like, and they try to fight the truth. I'm like, you don't need to fight it. I know. Like, I don't like it either. And I'm a guy. And, and people are like, well, you're just hating. No, it is what it is. Most guys want to want to be that one guy who's attractive to all the women. Mm-hmm. And he happens to be it. Unfortunately for him, his downfall is... You sure? No, no, no. It's not an immediate downfall. Oh, okay. He doesn't have the internals to match with his external. And, and in fact, ah, he, he's... I've come across that. I've witnessed... Both his parents, you know, God rest their soul, both of them, in my presence, have referred to him as a woman that's all. Wow. <laughs> Which is not good. Especially not when it's both your parents. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's attracted to the masses. So sometimes it's not just, like you said, just down to immediate attraction at all. Um, it, it's more, it's, as you put it, the it. Mm-hmm. Or he just doesn't have the personality to match. Like, some of the guys in, in my guy circle, they know him, and they're just like, yeah, he, they, they're like, he's a total weirdo. I'm like, oh, that kind of makes, doesn't make me feel good because people tell me I'm a weirdo, and I'm like, I know me and him are not the same. We yeah. are so not the same, but... Weird has a lot of definitions. It does, yeah. So, going back to that guy, mm-hmm. I really appreciated how forward he was in yeah. recognizing that we had a connection, but it wasn't romantic. Mm-hmm. His follow-up was extremely mature, too. He messaged me the same week, and he was like, can we do a friend's drink? And the thing is, it's like, it wasn't too different from our date, but the vibe was different. The energy was different. We laughed more. We had more fun. Yeah. And after that, we started hanging out quite regularly. We'd go to house parties together. We'd go out together. Mm-hmm. And then I had extended time off, and so did he. And he was like, how do you feel about us struggling? And I said, let's do it. And it was incredible. Um, he is still someone I respect and care for deeply. Uh, we're still really good friends. He lives. He moved. Um, but he recently got married and he sent me his wedding pictures and I was just like, you are just going to make her so happy. Like you are just such a great guy and still such a great friend. Mm. Um, and yeah, and we met on Tinder. 
So closure is nice. And, you know, if you are changing the fundamentals of your relationship, doing that is nice also, especially when you're both on the same page. Because let's be real, you know, when one person likes the other one and they say, do you want to be friends? No. And I know you haven't heard episodes of this, Mm. but there is this episode about this guy years ago who was so forward with me and so intense with me. Our first date was 12 hours and he ended it with, I want to be friends with you because you're such a great girl. And I looked at him and I was like, I do not want to be friends. (laughs) I couldn't imagine. You're like, what the what? Yeah. Are you mad? Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, I don't sound like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm just you know, so, so I hear you in my head. <laughs> when one person doesn't want to be friends, then that's the end of that. But at least hmm. the attempt was made because obviously a relationship is striking a gold mine and a friendship is striking a gold mine. So with this guy, hmm. after this is the original guy, the yeah. one who has spoken to me about I operate in the realm of wisdom. Oh right, yeah, well, I forgot we've even digressed past no, him. We're coming back. back. Yeah, we, we are coming back full right circle. Back to this maniac. Full circle. So later we hadn't spoken for a couple days and then he asked me out. Okay. And, you know, just a friendly like drinks dinner kind of thing. And I said and he also complimented, I had posted some photos, I posted a lot of photos, and he was just like, oh, you know, love this outfit, love da 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 just kind things. And I said to him, you know what, you're very, you're very generous with your compliments, and I really appreciate all the kind things you've said to me. This is my exact, exact message, mm-hmm. yeah? I've been thinking about our last few conversations, and although you're a lovely guy, I think we're on different paths, dating and relationship-wise. I think our personalities would clash moving forward. Do you think that's harsh? No, that's not harsh. I'm laughing because you could have said a lot worse than that. So you were very lighthearted with that. Yeah. Because, you know, you said you read it numerous times. You can't help but read something like that. You have to. You'd be a fool to just read that once and take it as it is. Like, you would be a fool. And I always say to people, look, if I'm not, you know, first-handedly, I'm I'm terrible with WhatsApp. You're so bad with it. It's actually <laughs> shocking. Someone can make a reality show about how bad you are with WhatsApp. No, we, it makes that, no sense. I'm you re- you either bad. you reply to a part of a message, you think I, you reply to a message, you no, no, wait a, say okay, a right. random phrase, which makes absolutely no sense, and then I have to spend 10 minutes deciphering your version of English. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking to you on WhatsApp. You're gonna be allowed like voice no, notes only. I, you are okay, actually this is my annoying problem. on WhatsApp. I've weaned myself. I was a voice note person. You need to go back to I it. I weaned myself out of it because people complained and was like, oh, what's with the voice note? I don't need a one minute voice note. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I was going to say, do you leave really? All, all you need, somebody needs to be like, are we meeting at seven? And you could say, yeah, sure. But you're like, yeah, well, car, traffic, white, clothing, <laughs> shoes, hairstyle. And I saw this person at the light. This reminds me of this. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I can see it. The yeah. ramble message. Yeah. But yeah, this with is why that, people kicked you off voice notes. With that. You're um, horrible with WhatsApp. I am. I'm terrible with WhatsApp. So. For me, looking at that now, you have to read that in this case. Uh, because when I write a message, like you said, you try to decide what it is. And I would say people, if, when I do respond mm. adequately and write a proper sentence mm. that is English and understandable, mm. the tone's not there. So right. I'm like, look, if you want to know what I'm saying, don't ask me via text if I'm angry. Give me a call and speak to me. You'll know straight off the bat. Oh, so why did your message sound like that? You really yeah. Like, no. With that... There's no mistake in that message. Yeah. I offer... Oh, my goodness. I've never gotten a message like that in my life. 
And it was only because I said, living and traveling are not the same thing. That's it. That's all I was saying. I'm not saying he's wrong to say living in London is horrible. You are entitled to that opinion. I'm not saying I'm right to say living in London is fabulous and I want to spend my life here. Mm-hmm. No one is right or wrong. It's a matter of opinion. But he clearly told me I was wrong. And I clearly said, where else have you lived? This is what I take from that. Um, and maybe he, he, you know, wasn't as articulate as he should have been. From that message, I, I immediately take that this guy is trying to place your level of intellect on a level way, not even fractionally, but immensely below his own. Definitely. Which is wrong with him because that statement he made is just like, are you an idiot? Mm-hmm. Um, about here being terrible, but this is the only place he's ever lived. It's not wrong in him saying that because... He's entitled. Yeah. But at the same time, if you've not lived anywhere else and someone who has is telling you this is the best for them, then you have to come to a frame of mind of acceptance or that because this person's had a vast experience in their experience, that is the better option for them. Yeah. Which he's not been accepting of. So it's, it's, it's wrong for him to be angry at you for not understanding because at the end of the day you've just not oh you're gonna love the next one from him yeah this isn't I don't even want to talk anymore go on to the next one because this guy's a lunatic so I said this whole thing about our personalities clashing yeah right laughing face laughing face laughing face with with crying tears Mm. it always amazes me when people make judgment calls based on a screen I'm old school. I tend to see how I connect with humans in the flesh. A screen cannot give you an accurate reading of who a person actually is. And based on what you've written, I believe you're right about us. I appreciate your time and hope you find what you're looking for. Good luck, good looking. My, what I wanted to say in response to this was, uh, you know, he says, uh, da, 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 da. when people make judgment calls based on the screen, perhaps you, dear sir, need to consider the impressions you are giving off screen for people to be making judgment calls about you. Perhaps you need to consider why a woman isn't even willing to meet you based on the judgment she's made. Perhaps you would want to know and look within to why she won't even speak to you on the phone and will dismiss any building of any type of relationship based on what you've said on a screen. Because maybe, just maybe, in your grand life of London that you have never left, you are giving off a negative impression. And people do... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do not want to move any further with you. Perhaps consider that. Thank you for calling me good looking. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to put some kind of gratitude to you. Somewhere along the line. But, I, yeah, this is someone who has some sort of inferiority uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the whole deliverance is about placing himself above you. Um me trying to break it down like this is this is a line of work that I'm sort of versed in. It's not, but 
Yeah, I, I, I read people. I read some salmon. I, I overthink, mm-hmm. but it's it's very rational in the world I live in. It makes sense. How else do you understand people if you don't think in depth, think about their actions, um, try to understand why they do things, what the rationale behind and the mindset and all that. It, it all plays a part of just knowing and understanding it places you in a better position of how to react and respond to these kind of people. And, you know, when it comes to meeting new people and, like, online dating and relationships in general, I do think about what I, how I perhaps come across and how I might be perceived, <laughs> what I can do to improve. You know, I've definitely noticed certain things I have done or said in the past where I'm like, you know what, this probably doesn't come across great. And this is probably coming from a place of insecurity within myself. Mm-hmm. And I need to make a very conscious decision to not put that on someone who's new in my life mm-hmm. or who I'm meeting for the first time, mm-hmm. regardless of the situation or the scenario. So I'm trying to always grow and better myself. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a natural thing that everyone did. I have a long ways to go. I see so many, I don't want to say issues, but just so many areas I can better myself in. Hmm. From mentally, emotionally, physically. A lot of people don't care for that. And I am... More like emotional and mental growth, you mean? No, no, no. They So the same way you are being aware, self-aware, there are a lot of people who just don't care. Oh, I see if you love me or you like me. Whatever the... No, like you need to be aware of yourself because not everything is for that people. You don't have to, yes, be yourself, 100% be yourself. But there are some things that I'm not saying you have to hide, but there are some things you don't need to enforce Mm -hmm. onto someone. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. It's hard though. I mean, you think about all the things that we go through and... Mm. You know, one thing I've always struggled with is when I have negative experiences with men, how to not project that onto somebody. Yes. And um, I, I probably, obviously, I probably haven't mentioned this, but I've had a couple situations where, you know, I've been catfished or ghosted. Mm. Or been you stood mentioned up. being ghosted, yeah. Yeah. Well, when I've been stood up, I, I really value my weekends very much so. You know, we have a very finite number of weekends in our life. Mm-hmm. To me, it really is. You have 52 weekends in a year. How are you spending that time? I only have 52 Fridays. I only have 52 Saturdays. And when I make plans with somebody, whether it's something casual, whether it's something serious, the thing is I've dedicated my evening to you. Mm. When somebody stands me up, it really hurts me Mm. because I'm just like, I made so much effort. You know, I probably plan things throughout my day, how I was eating, getting ready, hair, makeup, clothes. How you were eating? Yeah. So if we're going out for dinner... Right, then I'm going to eat earlier in the day. Whereas if I was making dinner at home, I might have picked up something, mm-hmm. especially if it's a weekend, because usually, like, that's when I'm kind of like running out of food because okay. I go out quite a bit on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. So if on a Friday night I have a date, hmm. I'm probably not going to go get any groceries because I'm like, oh, okay, we're going out for dinner. I'll pick up something Saturday morning. Okay. Right? And I'll just eat throughout the day and yeah. then we have dinner planned, so I'm not going to cook. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, things like you want your hair to look good, so you don't want it to be too oily that day. You don't want to wash it that day. So you're going to wash it a few days in advance. You know, little things like do your nails look good? What's the weather going to be like? So what shoes are you going to wear? Yeah. You know, how's your jacket going to go with your outfit? And when you do all of that, and I don't, I don't know if men realize this, but a lot of women have like 
two sets of makeup. They have like going out makeup, which is like the more expensive stuff. That's women who are into makeup like that. Okay. <laughs> you saying that I'm like that is news to me, and I've been with some women that wear makeup and they just got the one set. But they might, but, you know, have a, like a heavier application or hmm. the false eyelashes or just like a little bit more. That's a going out look versus a day to day look. Okay. Yeah. So to do all of that, so you've hmm. gotten you you know you've started getting ready a few days in advance, all of that, and then to find out the person just doesn't show up and they don't call you and they don't text you. I mean, I'm sure maybe there's people where it can bounce off. It really hurts me. It like hurts me deeply on the inside when that happens. And I'm just like, now it's like starting to become like a fear. So now where I'm having things where I'm making plans with a guy, when guys now tell me to meet them somewhere, I'm really nervous that they're not going to show up. So I'm starting to be like, no, you have to pick me up. And some guys are like, I don't have a car. And I'm like, then you need to come in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, wait. So yes. now I'm, I'm now going to revert this back to me now. So I, I'm, I'm baffled as to why you were so shocked then when I said I'm going to pick you up. Because a lot of guys don't have cars. Really? Where are you? Okay, okay well, I know where you're And so a, lot of, so a lot of the time, sometimes either they'll come in a cab on route and then grab me or they'll send an Uber or taxi. A lot of guys don't have cars, especially those who are living in central London and work in the city, right? Because it's very easy for them to get to work from public transportation. And then if they're going out and they're drinking, they're not going to drive anyways. Oh, all of my male friends, only two don't drive. So do the rest drink and drive? I'm not going to expose them. <laughs> but there's some double in that. But like some of them don't drink. So actually, no, sorry, three. Okay. Free don't drive. But then do they do things like, you know, where somebody like, let's say you're going out with a couple of your guy friends and mm-hmm. you're driving that night, so you'll drink less. And then next time it'll be somebody else's turn. So you guys kind of take turns as like the designated driver. So it kind of balances itself out. We're not like heavy drinkers like that. Okay. But that's all, maybe that's also like, you know, you're a little bit more grown now. You're not looking to get wasted that way. But, you know, for some guys, it's like they won't even drive after like two drinks, right? Because they just want to be cautious. Mm. So I know for me, I've <clears throat> carelessly once drunk and drive, and I was immensely, mm. immensely paranoid. Yeah. So after that, I said never again. So if I know that I'm and I'm always driving, like it's very rare that you don't see me driving. Mm. So if I go out and I'm gonna drink, I it's it's almost instinct to reduce like minimalize how much I drink right and you'll get some individuals who try and cut and I'm like no I'm very sort of to my guns about yeah. it yeah um just because I know I'm not I'm not out here taking like I've seen yeah. I've been in an accident because I had friends who have DUIs and it's really really negatively affected their life mm-hmm. very long-term side effects from it and mm-hmm. they've definitely changed their behaviors but you know so speaking of long-term side effects I'm developing like this like morbid fear that I'm just going to get stood up every single time. Mm. And it's come down to a point where, uh, like a couple months ago, there was this guy who was, you know, whatever we had dinner plans and he was like, I'm running 15 minutes late. And immediately I was like, Oh, are you not coming? And he was like, I'm just running late. <laughs> like I just had some stuff happen during the day, but it's, it's Personally, so hard for like me not okay to project like it. I, feel, I think that's okay. I don't think it is. I don't want to be this way. I don't want to. I don't want guys to have to come pick me up. I don't want to have to give my address. Okay, with the having people, to pick you up, yes, maybe. But you projecting it, verbalizing, oh, or does that mean you're not coming? 
the right level of mindset guy will know that oh this is something that's happened in the past I need to give her reassurance and you'll get a mixture of two there are some that will give you the reassurance and there are those that don't care and I'm like mate care about it because if this is someone that you are serious about or want to be serious about then this is going to be an element of your job this is going to be an attribute to your job long term is giving that person reassurance but if it's a first date no one's really thinking that are they I do Okay. I'm just considerate like that okay. because, like I said, a lot of the things that women experience, yeah. I've in one way or another gone through. Right. So instinctively, I'm about giving reassurance. Like I will let you know. I'm very time specific. I'll ensure that I'm not late. I'll ensure that um, I don't stand you up, and then give you the reassurance as to you know why I'm not going to stand you up, or you know if I'm late, why I'm, I I will let you know why I'm late. So you know, okay, there is actually a reason. It's not just something that he's flinging out there that has the potential to lead to, oh, look, sorry, I can't make it. But that's the thing. When I've gotten stood up, I haven't even gotten a message, right? Right, and there you go. So me messaging you is that reassurance. It's just, I don't don't want to be this way. Mm. I really don't want to be this way. I've, you know, enjoyed dating for many years. I enjoy, you know, I don't mind going out to meet people somewhere, but now it's like, I'm afraid to go to a station down the street because I've taken an hour to get ready and half an hour Mm. to travel. And there's a chance that I might not show. And then Mm. I'm going to think about it and obsess about it for the rest of the night. What did I do? What wasn't enough for you? What were you a catfish? Were you playing me the whole time? Are you out to get... It's All right, my me, brain goes this. on a rampage. Do you ever go out by yourself? No. And that is an exercise I would say that you should attempt to do because what that then gives you, it gives you the ability to let go of that. That stuff will eventually cage you. It already does. Right. There you go. So now if you start going out by yourself and I say why you go on, a, you, you have a, a date arranged, right? Mm-hmm. The guy stands you up. Mm-hmm. Now what you instinctively start doing is more all right well you've wasted a good opportunity i'm gonna go out anyway you go out and you meet someone i I can't go out by myself i can't what okay i cannot go out to a bar or a restaurant or a club by myself because i don't know what to do I will, my brain will actually explode from overthinking because it's just like I'm walking in here by myself. Everyone is staring at me. What am I supposed to do? Where do I look? What do I drink? That's the deep end. What do I do? What do I do? That is the deep end. Start off light. I I can do coffee shops by myself now. Right. There you go. You've got coffee. There's still anxiety, but. There's still anxiety. But, you know, you've got to crawl before you can even jump over the hurdle. I can't imagine going to a bar by myself. That sounds like the most terrifying thing in the I've, world. I've done a few things by myself and it, it hasn't, I'm not going to, you know, gaslight you and say it's, it's gotten me over that fear. That fear Funnily enough, there. I can travel by myself. Exactly. I can spend weeks alone traveling, right. but I don't go to bars by myself. But it's because you, you've got yourself in date mode. So what you need to do is take away the mode, take the mode away and it's just a meeting. You normalize what's what's occurring, and then it gives you the ability to shift. Because what you're essentially doing is, all right, he hasn't turned up. That doesn't mean my, my weekend has to be ruined. I'll make other plans. You're lost, ha-ha, blah, blah, blah. Rather than, oh, this, you've wasted my day. Because remember, a lot of the stuff you're saying, is the, the, the aspects and rationale behind why it hurts is the fact that there are, there are things that you have put in place. Mm-hmm. 
Now, if those things put in place don't go to waste, then you're not going to be phased. So yeah. essentially, start off small. So like, all right, let's say you're supposed to go to a bar or whatever. And then, I don't know, Joe Blonde decides not to turn up. And then you say, all right, well, do you know what? I'm not going to the bar with this guy. I'm going to... I might go to a, a museum or a gallery or a, to a cinema or something that takes your mind away from what would have been a date to I'm just having some me time. I mean, I don't know if I would be dressed in high heels and a short dress to go to a cinema But that's going to be in date mode. But I'm dressed for date mode. You take off the heels, you take off that, you put some casual clothing and you still go out. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Hard to do Friday night at 10 o'clock. Difficult, but there are some things you can do. Friday night, you can go to your, I'm not going to name the place, but your favorite place you like to go on a Tuesday. And that's a good spot to go on a Friday. By yourself? Have you never been there on Friday? You, it doesn't matter. You can, I'm a, I like to go for the music and, and just like vibe in. Vibe by myself? What, you stand there by myself? I, I was in there. I kid you not, a woman approached me. And I was baffled. I was so confused as to why she started speaking to me. And then she I was can't. like... I can't go by myself. I can't. You can go, but you, you say you can't because you've restricted yourself and not just... I guarantee just you. go there and do what? We stand do awkwardly by a door? You don't door? need to stand. Look, okay, this is what you do. What Awkward are you going with there a capital for? A. I don't know, to talk to people? But, see, so you don't need to base it on that. If you go there... To have some drinks, chill out. By myself? Yes, by yourself if you need to repeat it 101 times. By your damn self. Yes, by yourself. That's psycho. No, it's not psycho. What's that? Okay, look. I could never. Do you know what? This 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 is what's wrong with the world. Exactly what you're saying now. That's not psycho. I saw someone who is a very big name in the PR world and has signed quite a few people. That's not important. The point is, I was at a rave. And she was there by herself. Now, at the time, it was me and a few of us, the guys. We saw her and we're like, okay, that's just weird. You're weird. Who comes raving by themselves? And she was like, oh, I do all the time. I'm now able to look forward, uh, or should I say look back, and be like, she wasn't wondering what she's doing. What's wrong with doing that? Obviously, okay, if you want to look at the logistics of it and say it's not safe, yes, you can talk about that. But there's nothing wrong with being in those scenarios by yourself. There's nothing you just wrong with get it. Out it's of just really awkward. Because in your head, you're thinking, oh, and by myself, there's no one to talk to. Do other stuff. Like Dance what? to the music. By myself? I, oh, my God. You were born alone. You know that, right? <laughs> you were born on your own. You know that, right? And then immediately, I was with people. Oh, get out of town. Just get out of town. <laughs> just get out of town. You were born by yourself in I the womb for how many months I by can. yourself. I can't be in those type of social places by myself. The it thing is, is, it is, you're acting as if you're not. You're going to stay there by yourself and just isolate yourself from from humanity. You do know that if you go there as a woman, there is the potential that somebody will try to talk to you. No one's talking to me. Oh, whatever. Whatever. No now, now you're just lying to yourself. No one's talking to me. Look, yeah, if you can walk down a street and and. Uh, uh, a woman, a thirsty guy, is gonna wolf whistle at you. I'm very, very certain, no question of a doubt, that a guy will approach you in a bar. In case you've forgotten, that's where guys approach women. Not me. Or whatever. Men don't approach me in bars. Why not? I'm told I look intimidating. Then don't look. I can't help my face. <laughs>
<laughs> what you need to do then is find out what it is about your face that makes you look intimidating. Because I don't smile. I was just about to say that as well. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You need to smile. I don't smile, Randy. Do you know how nice smiling is? No, it hurts my cheeks. Uh, no, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> You're just being ridiculous because my cheeks. Oh it's so painful to smile for a long it time. It hurts my I'm not saying you've got to look like a raving lunatic, just like hee but a little bit of a smile. I don't do that. I'm. A, I have a serious face. Why are you serious for in that scenario? Serious is not. It's serious. My is resting not face is serious. That's fine. And then if I'm alone, my face resting is resting. Face. It's do you hard. Know, do you know what I get told my resting face is? What? People approach me and go, am I confused? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? I'm just here minding my own business. I'm like, okay. I guess I need to not relax my face. It's even that or I look angry. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, just, yeah, my um, resting face is very serious. That's why I'm quite jovial now. So I'm like, yeah, people see me as jovial. I'd rather you see me as a happy person than you see me as confused. <laughs> And then the other reason is usually because I'm like with a bunch of guys, so. Well, you're not going to be in a bunch of guys in this scenario because you got stood up. So you just got to go out by yourself, be by yourself and allow people to approach you. If your favorite song comes on, if your favorite song comes on, what's your face? Pretty much the same, but maybe nodding, like going to the beat, but my face stays the same. Okay, but maybe we need to work on your face then. Yeah. I can't go out by myself. You can stop saying you can't. can't. The thing is, I can't say, let's do this experiment because me being present means you're not alone. (laughs) So it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But if I say, and I can't even say, all right, go out by yourself and I'll have someone watch you because then that's just creepy. (laughs) Ah! We will fix you and your serious face. How about we just fix guys standing me up? How about we fix that? I mean, yes. It would be an easy fix to say to the world, look, men, stop standing these women up. And vice versa, women, stop standing me up. Um, not many stand me up, so I'm not going to say women stop standing me up because there's only been like a very small amount that I have. Um, they decided to make it up. I don't know what swayed them over to, but they did. Okay, all right, cool. But, um, yeah, going forward, don't let the whole standing up thing cage you into a way of being. But there's nothing wrong with the whole thinking that a guy's going to stand you up. I think people just, I mean, especially dating in their 30s, I think people should just be respectful towards other people and not be afraid to have difficult conversations. You know? Not just in your 30s. Sure, of course, not just in your 30s. But I mean, like, I will give leeway to some immature behavior in your 20s because perhaps you haven't come to term with acting your age. But I mean, 30s and forward. Mm -hmm. Because I've had this happen with guys in their late 30s and early 40s as well. Things like ghosting, catfishing, and standing a woman up. Just be respectful. Don't be afraid to have a difficult conversation. Don't be afraid to tell someone you're no longer interested. You no longer but like you, them. I've had put people put that down to immaturity. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. I don't put it down to immaturity. I, I would push it towards the direction of of their mentality, uh, not mentality, their mental health. Because what mental state do you have to be in to pretend to be someone else? I don't think that's immature. I think that's... that's oh, no, no, no. I do think that catfishing is a mental health thing. But I mean, standing someone up. You know, if you're a 40-year-old man and you're not going to show up to a date, message her and just tell her that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when when you put that down to maturity, then yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's just, you know, dating is complex enough. Relationships require a lot of work. This is, we are all in this journey in life to meet someone, uh, a friends, a family partner that we want to go on this journey with. There's enough challenges along the way. Let's just be respectful. Yeah. Let's just give each other some basic respect, expect mm-hmm. a bit of basic respect in return, and treat each other like decent human beings. I think we are civilized enough as humans to now be able to do this. Hmm. I think Basic respect. Yeah, respect and, and stop setting yourself up for failure because essentially all of that is just, it's just a setup for failure. So just set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. Take the necessary steps to succeed. I think if that's the goal, changes so much more. Agreed. Hmm. Okay, we're done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.